Here we are, we're back. We just had a quick two minutes. Um, I had to tune off and tune back on. However, I should have said that. Sorry about that, we had a little tech faux pas. You know how that goes. But let's get to it. CJ here, and this is the sound of black and brown. You know, I mentioned this a few times this week, and I'm gonna just keep saying it. One of the least or lesser studied aspects of slavery was the suicide which occurred, the self-mutilation which occurred, and the infanticide to side. I always pronounce that, I always have trouble pronouncing that. The point I'm making here, I hope that you grasp, is that, you know, this was not studied, well, understudied, let me say it correctly, it was left understudied for a reason, all right? There's a reason why we see all these pictures of slaves um, depicted in chains, you know, and all these things, which is true. It's all true. All of these things are facts. That happened. They put people in chains. They had all these barbaric ways of treating people, of grooming them, of reminding them that they are slaves. Now, here's where things get interesting. Somewhere in history, it was decided that, um, you know, nobody wanted to let this be known. Right. So although we have all these, you know, pictures and all these other things, much like with other aspects of slavery and what happened, you would get the impression that people are just enslaved and then somebody wake up, a few people escape and say, you know, we don't like this no more. That's the end of the story. There were a lot of things that happened in between that are very pivotal. For instance, there were, you know, forms of protest by slaves that people need to know. You need to know these things. Right? You need to understand. You also need to recognize that slavery was just 200 years ago. We're not talking about like eons and 5,000. No, 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 no. Gaza has been in turmoil, right? For close to, it's going to be about 80 years. Let's put that in perspective. Let me say that again. Slavery was just 200 years ago. And Gaza has been in this duress, right, for close to 80 years. Why are we so in love with torturing poor people? Ask yourself that question. Why is that? What's so, you know, enticing? But yet it's a cultural thing, okay? It really, really is. I mean, pay attention to what's happening, right? Kids don't become bullies just like that. They don't just wake up, you know, they're, they're not born as bullies. Yeah, we make jokes and we say, ha, 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 that child so this and that. But the baby, the child has to be taught how to talk, eat, walk, all these different functionalities, whatever the case may be, right? So in the same token, so do they learn how to bully. So if they see you bullying somebody, right? They may not directly, and we've seen this documented time and time again, they may not immediately and directly exert the behavior. I mean, go look up some of the more notorious serial killers and, you know, people who have committed some really heinous crime. I'll give you one, right? Um, you look at people like Ted Bundy, you know, that didn't just come out of nowhere. That behavior, it didn't matter that 
the adult didn't do it. Some, well, I shouldn't say it didn't matter. Let me take that back. It doesn't always mean that they received the bad behavior from the adult they learned it from. It could be that they saw the bad behavior. They probably didn't know what to do with it, but later, you know, it manifested itself because it was never dealt with. And while we do all this research and we pay attention to bullying amongst children, do we really give the same amount of attention to bullying amongst adults? Hmm. Yes. Adult bullying is a real, real thing. And it's a mega problem. And it's also the reason why, right? Your friend Donald Trump is in power and has been in power. Like he has power. He's not president or whatever, but he has power. He has people who are supporting them, him, right? This is a real, real thing. Okay. I get aggravated thinking about it because here's a blatant adult bully and people know this and people march about it. You know, you hear people talk about it. You hear all of that, but then the same people critiquing him, they're doing the shit too. So when does adult bullying really become a good thing? Well, you were today's years old when you found out it's never a fucking good thing, right? So if you've been involved and participate in the adult bullying, the gatekeeping, the gaslighting, and you're so disgusting that you do it, and then you turn around and you say you're for rights and you say all these things that people like to know that people are concerned, <coughs> excuse me, don't worry, I don't have COVID, just a little cold. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is, right, the hypocrisy of some of these bullies is what really gets me. See, if, you know, I expect you to be a bully, like a police officer, that's one thing, which, you know, we could talk about that. And people say, well, I know good police. That's not the fuck, the point I'm at. Don't keep your panties on. What I'm saying is, if you sitting in a church, you running a nonprofit, you say you lead this movement and you sitting here quoting Karl Marx and, you know, you're talking about all these great things your nonprofit going to do because my nonprofit and we're going to address this, this, that and all yours saying all these things and nodding your heads and taking the pictures and everybody in the news and all this shit happening. But then when all of that not happening, you're a complete and total asshole to certain people and you abuse your power, you allow bullying to happen, you victim shame, you gaslight and gatekeep, you're a hypocrite. Okay? You're a hypocrite and really and truly, all that horse shit you just said meant nothing. Because really, just like the same people you claim to be against, you're just as bad, if not worse, because you're mixing amongst the people who need the help. So, see, I, I, I really, 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 really can't stand that. And I don't know where everybody else has been at, but while I support the move, you know, I will always, mashallah, I will always, of course, say we have to protect, talk about, we can't stop talking about Palestine. We also should not stop talking about how we treat black women. I don't know where everybody else is at. I don't know what you'll read, but you need to go back. Go, go put in, go, go look at your, your browser, right? We have yet another black female woman in education who is now being publicly attacked and, you know, now they call it out for plagiarism. I find this so interesting. Here's the thing about bullies. Bullies pick and choose when to point out anything they feel. Now, first of all, 
Bullies don't pick on you by logic. They just pick on you. There's no logic here. There's no, well, they pick on me. They make it sound like logic. Let me share. Let me continue sharing my experience. I've, I've witnessed this so many times. I have experienced it. I have hashtag lived experience, you know, and it's an unfortunate thing, right? I've seen where bullying could lead to some real fucked up things, right? And one would think that when doing work where you say that you're about community and you claim that you're about human rights and you're walking around talking about, you know, um, Fidel Castro and you're quoting Asata and, and, and you're saying all these things about, you know, capitalism and, and, and then you have a nonprofit and you're talking about how you're going to change your community or you're leading a church and you're preaching about evil, but then you still participate in the friggin' bullying. You carry it on right and this has happened to not just me but other people other women right i know a legislator she's damn good at what she does i never said we are all going to agree on everything of course we don't always agree on everything we have our different views but one thing that y'all ain't going to get me to back down on is the level of bullying this woman has to go through just to be in her space a black woman Yes. And let me tell you something. Don't think that bullies don't have an audience. They have audience that actually claim to be your friends. And some of those so-called friends help the bullies. They have to keep, you know, the bullies spend a lot of time on bullying, adult bullies. They have to remember what you're doing. They have to pay attention to what you're doing so that they could make sure to bully you in that space. That's how they work. I've seen this happen with women who try to change things on local levels. Right, they got bullied out of chasing, um, you know, police. And why? Because when a when you don't do what a bully wants you to do, you just happen to be your bullies. Don't make sense. You just have to exist. You just have to exist, and you just have to contradict whatever they feel like. You know, they make up the rules. They make up the rules. That these people don't have rules. They don't have like a guidebook. There's no guide to being a bully. You're just a complete asshole. Right. You know, and it happened to me and, and the people doing it to me, I, I was so lucky, right? Cause I thank my bullies, you know, I thank them in the moment. Was it stressful? Of course it is. Bullying affects a lot of things. Like let's take the case again with Dr. Antoinette Bailey. Can't, we cannot stop saying that lady's name, right? Can you imagine what she felt like going into work and, and people talk? to her in these harsh email tones. I keep trying to tell you all, man, right? Those things matter. When somebody's sitting there and they're already feeling fucked up inside and here you go with your email where you're saying one thing in this email, you need this done this way over here. You're all over the place. You're confusing the fuck out of people or you're shutting them down. They're presenting ideas. They're sharing their thoughts and it's never good enough. And that's what happened to her. That is what happened to her. The woman said, I want a break. And you all denied her. Come on now. And that's not bullying. And let me tell you something about these bullies that sit in these spaces, like the nonprofits. And, you know, think about that. They're in the hospitals. They're in the school system. They're everywhere. Any place that's receiving support to provide services to people who don't have it. And resources. And you acting like this, you are fucking part of the problem. Right? I've seen people during COVID get bullied real nasty. I know one CNA, another case of one CNA um, who, you know, didn't have a car 
and at the time was you know they caught a job as a live-in right so they did the live-in um work right a live-in aid and she didn't have a car right and they knew this and they put her in a location that was so fucking far because you see this was happening right when covid started so in her case because she was able to show up for work she was one of many of those health workers that people still ignore who had to go to work in a bus right she had to use plastic bags to cover herself to protect herself they didn't even give her proper masks what did i say in another episode this is the fuckery with these nonprofits. you all sit there and you write these wonderful mission statements let me tell you some of y'all really and truly you're missing your calling right you really should be doing marketing because manual could market like a motherfucker y'all sit there and you take all the white pictures and all the white spaces but then when i look at your leadership i have to put on shades when i ask if i ask well how many of your black employees you know what's the tenure of your let me say it like this what's the tenure of your black leadership because that's very telling let me ask you all something what do you think will happen right if somebody decided to come up with this ridiculous idea where they put it on the agency giving the money to really read the credibility of the agency receiving it because if i need to get money on credit you're going to run a credit check on me so how come you don't run you know an efficiency test of some sort on these nonprofits? because some of them really need to get told about themselves because you see they've been doing the toxic shit for so fucking long they got away with it they got away with it and and they're so tenured into it okay they're tenured i remember once you know i went in to get my um asthma medication i have really bad asthma to the point that i have to take a special medicine and at this point you know i had to go into at least my insurance let me say it better the insurance i had my coverage only afforded me the ability to have it in office so i had to not only grapple with my work schedule as a disabled person let me tell you something don't get fucked up right Let, let's let's pause right there here's the fuckery with these nonprofits. is the discrimination they do through the gates they talk about yeah fill out these paperwork you know we really want to make sure it's equal employment but you best fucking believe behind closed doors they will validate why they wouldn't employ your ass and let you be black and say you're disabled you might as well just forget about being called back trust me believe that okay know this my ass went to get my um medication right the motherfucker who was supposed to have prepared the medicine because the medicine i take it has to be refrigerated and i have to take it within a certain amount of time once it arrives everything is happening in the same building why was i there for two hours for no reason you want to know why because the asshole who was upstairs in the lab the white asshole coincidentally refused to acknowledge the black nurse who politely kept reminding him look you know she's on time for it like literally there was no reason even the staff because all the staff knew me at this particular um year location they knew me everybody knew me right they knew me. but you know what bothered them you know why they did it let me tell you how bullying works fuck all that shit about diversity equity and inclusivity those motherfuckers felt a type of way because i exited 
exercise my freedoms. You see, here's the irony with places like Yale and all these big ass nonprofits that, you know, accept a lot of funding and politely bully their employees, specific ones, of course, because everybody doesn't get that whip, whoops, right? Only certain ones, only whoops, certain ones, okay? That's what they do. They gaslightly, they gatekeep you, they make sure you feel like shit, they remind you that you will never be productive, they have this jackass rule about, well, you know, you want to give them a three so they feel motivated. You know what also motivated people with punitive behavior? Slave owners. So back to the story. So here I am, I show up for my appointment on time. The support staff, everybody's like confused. Like they're like, why are they having her sit here so long? I did everything I was supposed to do. But the reason why the asshole upstairs did it is because he didn't like what I had in my car. Now, despite the fact that in the same parking lot, all right, you have people with bumper stickers talking about being this gun club, that gun club, right? How abortion is wrong, right? how um, they're masculine, like real offensive shit. But you're not, you don't have a problem with them, but you had a problem with a car window that said, fuck Trump. Isn't that some shit? You had a problem with that. You didn't like it. And you know what was next to it? <laughs> this is a you. Know. <laughs> I, I just laugh. Healthcare access is a human right. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with that, you? You don't like that? I heard you also don't like, and this doesn't just apply to the hospital, it's the university too. They don't like to support and empower the black staff. Mm -mm. Your ass black, you better be grateful you work here. In fact, they love to keep certain jobs for the black community. They'll, they'll promote, you know, a few here there to hit that equity button. But as far as the real career development that they claim to do, where is that? We see it in the school system, too. Look how quick they are right here in good old New Haven. No problem cutting off funding. Hill House had money to give before and after school support to their students, and they gave the check back close to a million dollars. Go research it. Go look it up. That's bullying. And guess what you do when you're an adult bully in a situation like that, in spaces like that? You're upholding capitalism. That is, in fact, collaborative capitalism. When you sit there and you claim to be an activist, right okay but you're more concerned about being seen it has to be about you your people and the people you like it's the same thing that some of these nonprofits do and the entities receiving money for alleged goodwill they exploit it it has to be them you can see it from the way that they do even like their um networking look at some of their social media graphics it has to you know most of it you have to put on shades because it's mostly white people right they don't care, but they, they say the words. The words sound nice. And you see the reason why this is okay. I said it before and I'll keep saying it, right? Suicide, self-mutilation, infanticide, however I mis mispronounced that. Sorry, I always have that happen when I try, right? You, you know? These things happen. We see the pictures, they're right there. Go, you could go anywhere, put in pictures of slavery. You must come across pictures of slaves being whipped, the whip marks, but yet nobody could seem to understand where this adult bullying come from, where it drop out of the sky. No, it didn't. It's a learned, passed on behavior. It's the same fucking way slave owners kept the slaves in check. 
And it's super fucking toxic. Because just like the slave owners, what did they do when they didn't like a slave? If a slave was disobedient, what what did anybody learn if you did watch Kunta Kinte? If you did, if you know about all of that, what'd you learn? Right? What happened to him every time he tried to escape? God forbid you don't do what the slave owner do. What do they do? They shame you. Victim shaming. All that slavery. Why not? You say why and I say why not? Very, very capitalistic because it is. It is. So by the same token, if you're allegedly about, you know, providing services and opportunities and resources to people who need it, I don't give a fuck if you're sitting on the highway or, you know, on the board at, at something or you're leading a nonprofit or you claim to be about legislation or you allegedly give a fuck about the community and allegedly you know care about people and you advocate and you call yourself an activist if you do all of that you're a bully i really want nothing to do with you to be frank i don't mind it i shared this before in my experiences what happened to me these people bullied me off of one of the most ironically ridiculous shit and it went from being personal to professional that's how nasty bullying is this is why we have to think about what happened to dr bailey i keep trying to tell you take it from a suicide survivor i'm saying it out loud she did not go that far by mistake capitalism feeds off dominism think about that Think about that. That's why you're seeing it happening in these spaces that should be for and about the people. Because everybody want to be the best. Oh, look at me. Look at me. My agency. Look at me. Look at me. My group. I'll take all these pictures showing me, 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 me. But where's the people? You Wait, what? Huh? What? You're not hiring their work. You're not sure. Wait, what? You're picking and choosing who you like. And you wait, what? And you're calling out what again? It's adult bullying. And it is the reason why programs are getting cut. It is the reason why the government has no problem turning their backs. It's actually the reason why they don't give a fuck about your student loans, believe it or not. It's collaborative capitalism. Okay? It, it's a real, real thing. It's what made slavery successful. That's what made slavery successful. Collaborative capitalism. In my instance... Right, just to dial it back. I am a victim of very extreme adult bullying that led me to considering suicide. Why? Because it didn't stop. It started the minute I opened my eyes to when I if I could fall asleep. Right? And it came from all spaces. People would stand there and tell themselves they're my friend. <laughs> but they would sit there and they would fucking add fuel to the fire. I shared before what happened to me on the job. I got bullied on the job, a job that's supposed to be at a nonprofit agency. A job that's supposed to be at a nonprofit agency that's supposed to be focused on, I don't know, wellness. That's what they say, but they didn't give a fuck about mine. And I wasn't the only one. They didn't care because they write you up to shut you the fuck up. Okay? Now, when I thought that wasn't, you know, now mind you, I'm a single working mother who at the time had this idiotic idea of um, receiving her DBA doctorate in business administration with a focus on <laughs> industrial organizational psychology, which is a very long term for really saying why people work, how they work. It was something that always interested me. 
Okay. It was something that, you know, back when I wanted to be a lawyer and I came here and I saw the laws, I was like, oh, fuck no. And then I came across this and I was like, hmm, I can, you know, I always wanted to finish my education. I always wanted to take it a step further. And I got bullied to the point where I had to, you know, make some really, really hard decisions. I had to figure out how to feed my family. I had to give up on some dreams. And that was my education because from my perspective, had I continued um, going to school, yes, I would have a nice, lovely certificate. But because I look how I look, I'm not a size two. I don't have the right shade of hair. My skin color, about a few shades too dark. You get where I'm going? And I'm an activist, so I have a rolling label. And let me tell you something. The label on my name wasn't just brought on by people, you know, within that industry. It actually got really fueled by people who claim to be activists. It's all started in that sense, at least. They had already not liked me. Let's be real. These people who did this, because bullies don't bully you if they like you. They bully you when they don't like you. Whatever that don't like you reason is, they and their bullshit reasoning knows. You don't need to worry with that. You just need to know what it is, and you need to know it is real, and you need to know you don't deserve it. And it might take you a minute, but you'll get out of it. And these motherfuckers bullied me because they did not like me, the person who, you know, and like I said, I'm not the only one. Let me just disclaimer that again. I have to add this in here because I've been accused of some real egregious shit. Um, by people who claim to be vested in in all these different social injustices. Well, it seems like the justice only applies um, when white toxicity is involved. I'm, I'm just going to say that because that's where it seems to be most fluid. Now, here I am. I'm at this meeting. We're supposed to be having a meeting about, you know, upcoming events for the group that I was part of and all this stuff. And here comes these group of people who are not happy with, I forget how it even started. To the best of my remembrance, it, it, it started with the woman involved. She didn't like how the leader of the group was handling her case. See? See how it goes? So she was so mad because she had a sexual assault case. You know, okay, so you had a sexual assault case. We're here to help you. You know, because I was also part of the group. But she felt like they weren't giving it enough attention. See, the part of the story before she went and she lit a fire under people's ass because she knew that the group that came to support her, um, some of these people in the group actually had crushes on her, right? Like, they liked her. I mean, that's their fucking business. I don't care. You love who the fuck you want. But what I don't want is when your messiness becomes my problem, right? Now, the group I was in, we never show up or showed up to their meetings and ever did anything like what I'm about to describe. But these people who pride themselves on knowing Karl Marx and all about um, communism and all about all this other shit that intrigues people, really, they use it to validate their very toxic ass fucking behavior. And they're not the only ones because this is one of several. There's another group where they have a white girl posing as a Latina. And she trolls people online when she's not around saying, um, si se puede. All right. She's got no way with it. She's a bully. Okay. There's another one where she pretends to care about rights and all this other horseshit. But what she's not going to tell you is that when she doesn't like you, she'll troll you online. No matter what you try to do. I'm a walking, talking example. They trolled my fucking social media away for bullshit, 
for bullshit. Actually, it wasn't bullshit because I was trying to speak up for myself. And the more I tried, the more they did it. But anyway, get let's get back to the start of the fuckery. Or at least, let me rephrase that. It wasn't the start. It was the, the starting validation. This is what they used to validate it. So here we are at this meeting. I'm minding my business. And it didn't just happen once. This girl, she was supposed to be a member of the group. And she decided to go to another group and say that, Oh, well, you know, I'm a member of this group and they're not pushing my cause. Well, why didn't you share the part where you weren't even showing up for yourself? Like, you weren't even, you know, people were trying to help you, but you weren't really trying. Like, you expected everybody to show up. How are we supposed to show up? What are we showing up for? We don't even know. Anyway, she goes over to these other people because nobody was treating her like a goddess because that's really what this turns out to be. That's the thing about bullies. They need attention. I don't know why they don't go join a circus. I mean, you'll get attention and you'll get money. Hey, who's better than you? But anyways, what would happen is they started showing up to the meetings that I was, you know, my group was having. We had these weekly meetings and they would just show up and then they would just start. They didn't care. No, let me just give you the backdrop as well. In these meetings, there are children. There are women and children and not everybody speaks English. So you have to translate, stop and translate right? These fuckers would show up and just start disrupting the meeting, starting shouting out like, this is sexual um, harassment, you know, you're not helping her. They'll start verbalizing all these things, right? And they're doing it with confidence in front of children. I'm a sexual assault survivor. I was actually sexually assaulted, raped several times by, um, yeah. <laughs> not by, I said that wrong, as a teenager that would evolve into me being pregnant by beyond my control right um and you know it would lead to a life of trauma yes that was filled with trauma yes of course but sadness closed doors rejection and being bullied this this fits in there they didn't give a fuck about my triggers and what if i wasn't the only person in there who had a trigger to that you didn't care as long as you all talked about her that's all that mattered you didn't care that's what a bully does they don't care it has to be their way it has to be their way. You understand? And you see, that kind of bullshit serves their purposes, but it destroys everything else. Now, because they did that, I would now end up, because I felt like it wasn't appropriate to handle this in front of everybody, I did something so stupid. I mean, I know people are shocked to know I know how to read. They're probably like, she probably lying. She probably didn't even have... A degree or nothing because that's how they talk about me I, I mean i've heard rumors about myself i personally found was interesting i heard that i'm nasty i heard i'm hard to work with i heard that i talk too much i heard that i'm needy i heard that i'm a bitch i like that one um i heard that i'm angry i like that one too um i heard that i'm stubborn i heard a lot of things about me that i didn't say and i'll tell you why it was said because i decided not to address the issue that I saw amongst the children, because I knew that if I started the conversation, it would lead into something else that wasn't necessary. The children don't need to hear adults acting so stupid and sounding like jackasses like that. And the facilitator of the meeting is not that he was ignoring them. He only asked them to not do that then, but they did not care because their purpose was to show up and fuck up all his shit. So here I go, and I give my piece in email. Let me tell you something. 
Let me tell you something. I thought I was sending an email to a bunch of people who claim to be about women's rights and feminism. I'd actually shown up to a couple of their events where they claim to care about, um, you know, equity, you know, women's equity, you know. Never in my life would I have assumed what was going to happen next would happen, but I didn't care because here's the thing about me. When people show me who they are, I pay very good attention. One by one, um, those from the group that had come to cause the disruption, they would send me emails. They'd respond to the email and they're talking all kinds of shit. I had to defend myself by myself. I didn't ask anybody to help. And I just kept reading email after email. And when they was done doing that, they didn't think that was enough. What they would do after that is every event that I would attend, everything that I would do, every um, initiative I ever had, they would not support it. They would talk shit about it. I would show up to rallies and they would tell people to stay away from me. They would text people, um, students, anyone who, who could listen and say, you see her? And as the story went on, it was like a game of telephone. So as they kept talking about me, people kept adding their piece. And I would find myself in group chats and, you know, other things where I have to defend being there. They would even invite me to the fucking group chat and then take me on and say, well, you know, you really wasn't doing. So you explain to me how that wasn't the same as being a slave owner. So because I didn't want to do what you want to do and you just decided to victim shame me, you didn't care. And I wasn't even wrong. I wasn't wrong. So my sexual assault didn't matter. My rape didn't matter. Oh, that was the message I received. And clearly my black feminist self didn't matter because they, they didn't care about my family. They didn't care about my kids. They didn't care about my mental wellness. They couldn't give a fuck if I could get a job because they did such a great job at gaslighting me and gatekeeping me. Some of the people who would show up to their events would actually be people I would have to sit across from in interviews. I have been made fun of. I've been laughed at. Right? I've been quietly shit on. They even, some of them even recorded me doing it. Yes. In an interview, believe it or not, in a fucking interview, a job interview, I've lost jobs behind it because, again, they're gaslighting, gaslighting, bullying, 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 gatekeeping, gatekeeping. It all goes hand in hand. It all, like, I kept trying to tell you all, I know exactly what happened to Queen Bailey. I know exactly what the fuck happened. You don't sit there and make a plan to take your life unless people make you. You really feel like you don't belong here. Those slaves who jumped that ship, read, look that up. I ain't going to give you all, all the information. Do some fucking research. Go look it up. That great slave revolt people like to talk about. right? Why do you think they did that? Who wants to continue to live like that? Who wants to know, wake up, knowing this is going to be my life? This is going to be my life. That's how I felt. I was losing job after job on some bullshit. I was getting written up for bullshit. I was losing jobs for bullshit. I wasn't being allowed opportunities. I even went into one interview where um, the job was to do um, community organizing. And the person knew what I did in community and asked me if I even know what an Excel spreadsheet was. Yes. And a PowerPoint presentation. That's how nasty bullies can be. And these people sit in nonprofits and they hold their nose up and they think they're doing everything white yes and they collect money and they abuse people and employees and resources right so you see 
I mean, when does it stop? When do we say enough is enough? Why can't people see that? Why do you all keep supporting bullies? What's so fascinating? You know why it's fascinating? Because slavery was fascinating, having that kind of power. Yeah, people talk about, oh, that's so bad, that's so bad. What if it was so fucking bad, then why are you doing it? You think just because they don't have a whip in their hand, they're not a slave owner? You think just because they don't say they're a Republican, they're not racist and fuck? And actually, they're, I, you know, I'm not a big Republican fan. I, I'm not going to you know, move from that. You're not going to get me to sway from that. Sorry, not sorry. Right? But not all racists come out the door and announce themselves. Not all sexists come out the door and, you know, announce themselves. Right? How the fuck you all going to do some shit like that and then show up at rallies and host webinars and talk about your agency this and your agency that, but you know you have people exerting their toxicity and bullying people. That's why Mosley, um, he needs to be fired. He has to be. Y'all can't take that. And now we have other queens on the fire and nobody talking about it because in this shithole, y'all love seeing, you know, black women suffer. Like I said, I had people who lied and said they were my friend straight to my face and they helped fuck me over. And let me tell you something. Each time they did it, right? Each time they push me down and try to destroy me, I had no choice but to lean on me. You see... My suicide scare didn't come by mistake either. It came from getting tired of, you know, being shut out by people who should be accepting me from not being able to pay my bills because that's what they were doing. They didn't care. They didn't care. They did not care. They don't care. Right. They really genuinely, they, all they cared about was people not working with me so much. So, so much, so committed to that. Imagine if, they committed that energy to the shit they actually say they care about what would happen that's how i looked at it i couldn't afford my bills i couldn't afford food i had to make some choices right i had to do without things including you know um buy myself certain things i had to do without right and it was all because a bunch of adult bullies felt it was okay it was okay Okay, and some of these people sitting on profits and call themselves, you know, legislators and, and say that they're about the people, but they support the fuckery. How is it that y'all sleep at night? I'm curious. But you know what, though? Guys, besties, we, we did this wrong. I'm sorry. Hold up. Let me dial that back. Fuck it. Y'all, let's give them a round of applause. You know what? Come on now. Clap, people. Clap for these fuckers. Come on now. Clap for all the motherfuckers who bullied you and, and you know, gaslit and get kept. Clap for them. Clap for them. Because you see, while you were trying to live and provide and, and be, they spend the time and the effort to fuck with you. That's one part. We could also clap for them. Come on. Clap for them. Clap for them. Excuse me. Here you go. Sorry. I hit the mic there by mistake. Clap for them. Don't stop clapping. Right? Let's all give them a round of applause. Come on, y'all. Clap for these adult bullies who like to gaslight and geek and hypocritically sit and say they're about anti-racism and, and be in advocacy and non-profits and government and talk about change and all this horse shit. Let's clap for them. They're the reason why 
we're losing program funding for our schools. There's a reason why black suicide and self-harm is slowly increasing. There's a reason why we have less jobs because they're closing on businesses, right? Because, you know, to fund the police, we need to close the shelter, people. Why not? You say why? I say why not, right? Who needs that? They, they did what they had to do to be in power. Why, why should we, you know, us who survived their bullying and shit, why we shouldn't be upset, right? They, they look good. They're on the right-wing media. <clears throat> it made sense, didn't it? They fed right into the fucking capitalism, and they're proud about it. They're so fucking proud. They even want to be on the right-wing media to show that. <laughs> Excuse me. Like I said, it's not COVID. Right? They don't care. You know, and it doesn't matter if they say it about advocacy, they'll politely misinform you. They'll say all the white things, and you'll notice you'll see people pop up like me, for instance, and they will make sure to burn your ass down, boy. They don't care. In my case, they didn't care to the point that they didn't care if I had to feed my kids. They didn't care if I had to fix my car, right? I was so lucky. I even had people fucking my car up. I had, you know, tires that were busted and a broken window. Nobody cared. I went to my own friends, like Sam Cook said in his song, right? My own friends, the people who claimed to be my friends, you know, I was either supposed to pray it away or act like it wasn't happening. See, because when it not happening to you, it's okay. So for anybody who thought that Dr. Bailey just decided out of nowhere, no, she didn't. Peer support is so, so fucking important. It is so, so, so important. And when you're in a position like that, and you feel like the wall's closing in, right? You think about Dr. Bailey, don't put a stain on Queenie. Do not put a stain on Queenie. Think about those slaves who jumped that ship, that's why she did it. That was her act. This woman was the kind of woman she was, she wanted people to see the difference, and she realized, in my opinion, there was only one way at this point. If I went as far, you claim in your HR policies that if I experience XYZ, I could, you know, take XYZ, but you all combated her on that? Do you realize how many times? And instances that has happened to black women in particular on the job. Are you serious? Are you serious? Let me give you another one. Somebody told me I don't look disabled. I didn't know people look disabled. Did you? I didn't know that. Go to them. Do you know how many times I've supported other people's projects and initiatives? You know, I showed up for them. And all you had to do was show up for me here and there. That's all you had to do. Yeah. How is that not bullying? How is that not capitalism? You can't get mad at Donald Trump and his people, right, for doing what they're doing. You can't get mad at Ron DeSantis, y'all. People like y'all. Y'all can't get mad. I want y'all saying shit. Shit, because you're no 
different. You are more different than the same people. You're no fucking different. You just want to be seen next to them. Why is that so attractive? I cracked myself up. I, I chose to laugh because after my suicide scare and seeing what Allah did by stepping into my life. See, because this is what these jackasses didn't count on. They didn't count on Allah. They read Allah. They didn't think Allah is a thing. Even though some of them marched for Palestine. And that's some. Are you marching for Palestine but you don't respect Allah, baby? Or you thought you could bully people. And, and Allah will say, yeah, do it again. No, sir. I told you all, you have to fall down to get up. And when I say these people, all of them on the job, off the job, and it, you know, it's still happening, right? People will see my name on something like, oh God, because of these people and other people will keep it going because it, you know, people need somebody to blame. Imagine that even in this alleged work, imagine that you need somebody to blame. You need somebody to hate. How are you doing all this? work and talk more freedom and you know you claim about these things but then you're doing the same capitalistic shit how is that possible right it's the same reason why our friend elon omar is being harassed and bullied right in front of people's faces people like Watching black women get tortured. I'm telling you, it's it, it's it's just amazing. I could only share my ex, my lived experiences in the way that I am because it's mine. I could only refer to what I know. But best fucking believe it's happening. I told you in another episode. You see, you want to know what my problems is? I I always tease these people up here about their problems. Let me tell you about one of my problems. One of my problems, I'm so stupid. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you how I'm stupid. I'm so fucking stupid, right? I, I choose to do, you know, grassroots organizing, community organizing. I'm so freaking stupid. I, I say it's about the people. I don't pay myself. Um, I use my own savings, the savings I don't have, right? Because I live, I literally live hand to mouth, as we say back home. Right, and I don't mind because Allah is with me. I know this. I know this. I told you, my suicidal scared enough by mistake. Okay, all right, and I had no choice but to live like that because these people, like I said, bullies, adult bullies, don't care how you live. You know what you need to live. None of that. They don't care. They do not care. They simply do not care. Right? They don't take that into consideration. They just want to own the space. And no matter if they lead in a committee, no matter if they're on a board, no matter if they hold an assignment claiming to be about this and that, it don't matter if they quote Marx, it don't matter if they claim to know about Fidel, it don't matter if they say they're about education access or healthcare or whatever. If they don't like you or they see you as a problem, they'll get capitalistic on your ass like nobody business. Look at all people watching this woman get terrorized right in front of your face. You're not watching it. It's private culture. See, I don't come from this culture. As I started saying, that's the thing about me. I self-fund my activity. I don't, I don't advertise. Honestly, y'all, if I was to put on our Facebook page for the group, the Black and Brown 
United and actually a Facebook page. We have a main Facebook page for everybody and a page for those who are members, right? Okay. Now here's what people fucked up at. People fucked up at thinking because I'm the one they see I'm the only one. Ha ha. Ha ha. Uh, shame on you and while you go look to find out how i know what i know because it never fucking occurred to them how does she know what she knows she can't be everywhere you gaslit me out everywhere damn near my own fucking toilet you almost gaslit me out of and gave kept me from and booted me out of so how'd she know because you never thought you made it such that you wanted me to feel like i didn't belong that's why i wanted to do what i wanted to do you didn't care about my babies you didn't care about my family you didn't care about nobody Mm -mm. You know, you care about your fucking self. And also, it's like, yo, would have probably tried to say a few words and, you know, RIP, man, fuck you. Don't, don't be trying to show up after I'm gone. No, no, no. Don't show up to my funeral. I'll come visit you after in my other form. You feel me? You need to stop this shit because it is really getting out of hand. It's already past that point. It's already past that point. Stop being silent when you're seeing it happening. You work with someone, you see somebody bullying somebody, say something. That manager fucking with somebody, say something. Be brave. Be brave. This thing is set up for us to fail. This isn't any claim. You understand that. When you are a bully, an adult bully, I claim to be part of, you know, nonprofits and you know, allege that, you know, you're an activist or an advocate or or, or you know, say that you're lawmaker for change but you're an adult bully you are part of the problem okay you are big big part of the problem because you fuel the capitalism by your bullshit ways that's what you're really doing you're not bringing us forward you're helping keeping us back you're the reason why bills don't get passed you're the reason why um elon you know omar is up here Defending herself. They're trying to deport this woman now. So you're gonna let them deport her? So 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 Dr. Bailey died, y'all didn't have a problem with that. So I guess you'll have no problem with you know our congresswoman from Minnesota being deported, right? Right? It's okay, right? Hmm? It's okay. She has a hijab, she could take a hijab and put it in the suitcase, it's okay. Oh, she's from Somalia, it's okay. Is that how we do it? That's how we decide who we keep and who goes now when you have that mentality what the fuck makes you so different from a slave owner please tell me i'm waiting when you sit there and you bully people when you don't promote your black therapists and your black staff when you don't invest in their space in their development when you hire white people to talk about you know equity and racism and all the things how does that help us progress you sound like you just have a nice big ass whip when you sit there and you decide well we'll just read employees three you know just make up something we got to do it like that why have to do it like that there's no common sense in it there's none when you have leadership that people have to put a shades on when they look at it that's a problem how you say you care about this and that? Don't get fooled, people. Don't let the right wing media fool you. They are way more capable. Black people. And when I say black, I mean black and brown. Because let me tell you all Latinos and those who identify as brown, your roots are black, honey. You have melanin. 
Like you would not believe. So when you hear these talks, you're supposed to get mad too. But they trained you and groomed you how to accept it. And hence the reason we have normalized racism. Hence the reason we have people getting laid off and businesses closing. And hence the reason why Ron DeSantis and them and people like Trump, they ain't scared. Mm -hmm. You'll feel their lives. You support their fuckery. No matter what, what you post on social media, if you're doing it, you're part of the problem. How many lawmakers do we have to see step down? How many great people do we have to see, you know, lead movements and either commit suicide, leave the movement and lose interest? Because I'm saying it on purpose because it happens. Don't, don't forget, one of the key members of the big Black Lives Matter movement you love committed suicide. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. And what the fuck are you doing about it? You gonna continue letting bleep people? You just heard me share in a few minutes what they did to me. It's not funny. It is it's not funny. You know, it's not cute at all. And you know what's so weird? Some of these people who, who do this to me and have done it to me and continue to do it, don't even know why they're doing it. It's just because somebody else told them whatever version of the truth sold at that point in time. That's what bullies do. They sell their bullshit. Well, I'm here to tell you, lies take the elevator, truth takes the stairs, and I'm fucking sick and tired of you people coming into our spaces and places and taking away our access to opportunities and resources. You all are the reason why we have a school to prison pipeline. You keep that going. Yes, you do. Because you're so vested in power. Yes. Yes, you want it so bad. Or we have to support so-and-so, you know, because he believes in so-and-so. It don't matter if he's fucked up or she's fucked up. Don't matter. Don't matter. Don't matter if they like to support war and not feed the poor. That that person is interested in our work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll roll with him. Mm -hmm. You tell me, what does humanity look like? Normal people don't go around bullying people. Normal people don't go around, you know, um, being the heartbeat and the backbone of a problem that has weighed down our people for way too long. You know what I'm saying? How are you going to be saying that you don't like oppression over there and you're causing it over here? What the fuck is wrong with you? Seriously. We have a lot of people who already frustrated as is. I don't need you all, you know, showing up on the job or at a rally or in a meeting starting some shit. You don't know what that person walked in there with. You don't know. You don't know if they just found out that they couldn't have a kid or they're dealing with something that they didn't expect. You don't know that. So while you're at work being an asshole, right, and exerting your privilege and power, think about that. You could talk nice to your coworkers. You could be nice. You don't have to be part of that asshole chess board. You could do it. The only way it will change is if we we learn or want to, I should say, change it. That's the only way. That's the only way. It's not going to change. Yeah, I mean, look at what this bullying has led to. We have more and more black people, especially, um, you know, turn into the Republican Party because, again, the Republicans are the biggest.
days of them all. They, they love capitalism. They love systems that are profit fuel. You know, I mean, they love that. They love that separation of wealth. So when you come with your sad story, oh, these Democrats don't like me. <laughs> well, I have all of this. It, it, it always starts off nice. The bullies always start off nice with you. That's what they could read you. Did you know that? Let me give you a story to reference if you want to see how bad bullying could be. And, and to get a good idea and put it into perspective because just because you see it in that situation does not mean it does not exist elsewhere. Bullying does not have to be physical. That's number one. Bullying does not also um, only have to include one person. It can be a group sport. Yes. And it could even include people who say to your friends and shit like that. Yes. Go look up Sylvia Likens. Sylvia Likens, for a short version of her story, was a young woman who was literally bullied to death. Literally. You know how they did it? Well, um, you know, she ended up staying with a woman who she thought she and her kids were friends, you know, and her parents, you know, they were part of the carnival, so they were traveling. You know, this is way back, 60s around there. And she and her sister, right away, her sister had polio, right? Um, they move in with this woman who pretended to care. And so the first two weeks, everything was fine. She was, you know, Sylvia was, you know, the woman's name is Gertrude. Look her up. Look up Sylvia Likens. I'm not saying the asshole's whole name because I want you to look up Sylvia in particular. You need to see her face and ask yourself, why do I allow adult bullying to happen? Go and ask woman. Now, Sylvia was 16 years old when this happened. Takes in this girl and her sister for $20 a week because back then that was, you know, decent money. And one week, the check was a little late. Remember, Sylvia's parents are on the road. They're working for a carnival. Right? And this is not like 2024. This is about 30 odd years ago. So things were a little different then, right? So these people didn't do it by mistake. You know, they, they didn't mean it in that way. They paid her. They did eventually pay her. But, you know, it would be like a day or two late. I would dare say it was beyond their control. Fucking Gertrude. The first time the check was late. <laughs> That's when it started. Started with a couple slaps. Next thing it went, remember Sylvia Likens, 16 years old, virgin. Okay? Mm -hmm. Gertrude was an older woman. Don't get fooled. She was, uh, I think, in her 30s or 40s or something like that. Some, something like that. But anyway, she had children. Her eldest was actually um, a teenager, a senior in high school. And, you know, when that first check came late, she started beating Sylvia. She would pull her sister's pants, uh, her underwears down. She would, you know, hit them for $20. Oh, wait, it didn't stop there. It became a team sport. She would then in turn encourage her own children to participate in the bullying, right? They would take turns. They even raped Sylvia in front of the rest of the neighborhood. This, this happened. This was one of the worst cases of child abuse ever. Look it up. 
That's what bullying leads to. Sometimes people commit suicide by choice, sometimes not by choice. Sylvia died from her injuries because they decided to mutilate her vagina. And these people were not, you know, doctors or anything. So using, you know, fire to cleanse her of her sin. How was that? Could you imagine? Could you hear her scream? I could hear her. Imagine being locked there. 16 years old she was. They had her locked in a basement. They, well, actually, how she got down to the basement was a hell of a thing. They pushed her down. So she most likely had injuries starting then. She got to the bottom of the basement. They left her there to lay. Or, or, you know, she was twisted up. They left her there. They would come down. They being um, Gertrude and her kids and their friends. It started off with the kids. And then it became the kids and their friends. And then it became the whole neighborhood. Imagine that. How would you feel if you were in a basement, 16 years old, uh, um, and they had you in rags, you're slowly losing weight, you, your face is drawn in, they rape you in front of everybody a few times, and when that wasn't enough, they shove Coca-Cola bottles up your vagina. Does that sound like a good time? Does that sound like fun? Yeah, that's bullying. She died. And she had no peer support because the whole neighborhood showed up and laughed. Mm-hmm. So for all, all you who work in these nonprofit spaces and call yourself advocates and activists and say you're a lawmaker for change and all these wonderful things that sound great, bullying is never okay. It's never okay. Now I've gotten critique because as the lead organizer for Black and Brown United in Action, I've created memes and you know I've created graphics in my culture we call that pecong, right? And they're innocent. There's no threat to anybody's life. It's just the truth that comes out. That's what offends them. You know, people only get offended by the truth when it's true, true, true. That's when it's their makeup lie, okay? I want you all to put these things in perspective because the bullying is getting worse. I want you all to look up what I'm talking about there. Fact check me. It's okay. Go look it up. Look up Sylvia Likens. Look up Christina Chubbuck. Look up, you know, look it up. See what's happening to Elan um, Omar. And why, why are you putting up with that? Go find out what happened to Dr. Bailey and ask yourself how many more before we say enough is enough. And why, why do we keep putting people in spaces to do that? Well, folks, before we tune out for tonight, I'd like you all to join me in a moment of silence for Palestine. Oh, Allah. 
help and protect the people of Palestine. Help and protect us all. Oh Allah, ease theirs and our pain and suffering. Oh Allah, bestow mercy, bestow your mercy on them and all of us. Oh Allah, open people's hearts to give and be kind in this time of crisis. Oh Allah, help those who are in need, wherever they may be. I mean, let me tell you something. We're in a point of history right now where the ethnic cleansing is necessary. So you see what I'm describing is part of the bigger plan, right? The separation of wealth is not a joke. It's real and it's happening. What you need to do is ask yourself, where am I in all of this? It might require unlearning some behaviors. It, it might require changing some things and confronting some things, but does that even need to be a question? I think we've been enslaved for too long and I think we need to realize it was only 200 years ago we were enslaved. It wasn't that long ago. Palestine has been struggling to, you know, for close to 80 years. Put that in perspective. 120 years before that, we were what? So if you know about situations where there's bullying, adult bullying happening, the gaslighting, the gatekeeping, and especially if it's being executed and orchestrated by people who say they give a fuck about humanity, I don't care where they sit, and I don't care if they sit leading a nonprofit or working there or managing there, cleaning in there. I don't care where they at, school, right? Or a hospital, right? Anything that's receiving funding and support to allegedly, even if they're an advocate or activist, any and any, everybody who's supposed to be about important humanity and you alone and far strength bullying and gatekeeping and gaslighting, you don't care about people's families, you don't care about their mental wellness, but you you saying that you do when, when you get the attention and the interest. You're full of shit. You really are. And for all the people who have experienced that, please know you're not alone. Listen, let me tell you something. You think me having a suicide scare when I had was bad? There's so many more people who are. And let me tell you all, this is why I, when, when, when you allow these people to do these egregious things, they are taken away from the programs that are meant to help us and support us. And I'm talking about harm reduction programs and services and opportunities. We're talking about the jobs relative to those initiatives, Pierce, okay? Clean needles, when you have people doing all of that, we will never get police reform because they are aiding and abetting the capitalism. So think about that. Think about that, all right? I keep telling you all, people didn't like Malcolm and MLK. So don't be surprised that some people didn't like Dr. Bailey. She probably said a couple of things they didn't like. I wouldn't be surprised. I haven't seen anything like that. I'm just saying. But don't stop saying her name. She matters. She matters. And all the black women who have been blasphemed and accused of this and, and publicly shamed for entertainment. Let's get up and stand up for them too. All right. Be kind to you. Start with you. Because all this bullying that is as old as slavery it has led you to be hypercritical of yourself. It has led you to overthinking. 
it has led you to feel anxious, depressed. It has way more ramifications than you realize, right? Post-traumatic slave stress is a real fucking thing. Know that, and it's happening, and it's affecting us. And we're all triggered right now because we're all having to fight to live. And if you live in a state like mine, like Connecticut, where it's expensive to be poor, hey, I know the struggle. But don't give up on you. Please take a minute to be kind to you. Please take a minute to be proud of you. Whatever that looks like. You had a long day and you got all those reports done. You know what? Watch that show you wanted to watch. Buy that shirt you wanted. Reward yourself. Be nice to you. You are really systematically and our beings taught to hate yourself. That's all part of the unlearning. Right? It's all part. And the people who are doing it, they need to learn their shit too. But that you don't worry about that. Worry about you. Say good morning to your neighbor. Right? Ask people how they're doing. Laugh with your coworkers. I mean it. You don't have to be slack. As you can tell, you know, a little, hey, how are you doing? Hey, yeah, yeah. Be nice. Just be cordial. It's okay. It's all right. And just in case you forgot, you didn't know and nobody told you, I think you're amazing. I truly do. I could never, ever, ever say enough how much we appreciate your continued support and encouragement. It really, really means a lot. It really does. Please don't stop. And when you think about it, or if it, you know, you're having those thoughts, don't forget what Harriet Tubman said. Keep going. Well, that's all for tonight. Thank you so much for being here. We'll be back on again soon. Fist up, smile on. Peace.